0: Welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but the
1: views, they are amazing. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. I am your host, Coach K. This week, we gave uh, gave Brett a week off to go do stuff with his daughter because that's what black fathers do. We do stuff with our kids. This is a secret. secret. People don't know about it. Super yeah, happy. gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. So this week I got Mr. Reliability, Mr. Consistency. I got BJ with us this week. Weird. What's happening, sir?
2: Um, I'm, I'm making
0: it, man.
1: Okay, okay, okay. All right, I'm not going to dig too much into that. We got El Dente, be free.
0: You know what time it is. Um, we are recording this on a Wednesday. It is my last Wednesday as a 30-year-old, so – um and shoot, it's it's honestly my last day as a thirty year old. Uh, so you know, we just out here, man, contemplating, living, uh, enjoying what's going on in the moment.
1: Yep. So we'll get back to that in a little bit, and then live direct the new from his new residence. Yes. Yep. Yes. We got the the BFG, <laughs> not the BFG, the big BFBG. friendly, the BFBG. Sorry, I left one out. <laughs> um, you are a big friendly guy though it's a shame that we have to um right <laughs> that we have to make the the specification a big friendly black guy but yeah we definitely have phase on in the building
3: welcome sir thank you thank you coming to you live from the a i appreciate you say that now New no uh, <laughs> uh listen it's it's been a crazy crazy week between relocating the whole family and Then going to this um, situation and everything happening—it's been a lot. Um, but I'm here. I'm happy to be here. Looking forward to uh, being able to uh, express my true feelings, unfiltered, with you guys today.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I I think that's that's one of the biggest things right now, right? Um, I think companies, friends, quote unquote friends. Mm -hmm. Um, people, I think their biggest quandary right now is, how are you black people feeling? Mm -hmm. How are you black guys feeling? Like they just don't, they just don't know.
0: Right. Um, it's, it's not just them because I've gotten several, um, (laughs) I guess unsolicited messages from several, um, you know, female friends, you know, checking in on, on me as a black male as well.
1: And yeah, no. You know what? Go ahead, go ahead,
3: Faison. No, I was saying it's I I I get I'm getting phone calls from from people, um, and I, I just at, at this point in time now I'm trying to figure out uh, what what you say? Sorry, something happened in the background. If you see me on video, there was a drop, and I'm a little worried. Uh, but uh, trying to figure out what's the right response because just saying. I'm okay is not okay? Um, but do I want to open the conversation up and go through you know, my 39 years of life on that supposed that one minute call just to make sure you're okay to do the part? Um, some are genuine, obviously, and some are, are following through and just you know, being good people, but I don't know. It's, it's tough to just go, I'm okay? Like, I'm all right for now? I don't know, I don't know how to respond to that. So hopefully, by the end of this this time together, I can I can form some kind of response to be able to answer that question when they call and ask how
2: are you. The sad part about that again, I was thinking about that too because my answer is different depending on who's on the other end of the conversation, mm-hmm. right? Um, but that's also I, I think back to conditioning that sometimes you just there's certain you just don't open up to people in general as men. But then as, as black males and then with everything coming down now and pe- more people all of a sudden aware of things going on, it's like, do I even have the, the patience and the, the, the strength to go through? Because I, I can't paint a full picture of how I really feel. Mm-hmm. It's almost a deflection piece just to say, I'm good. I'll be okay. Because I've been here before uh-huh. and I find a way to make it through.
1: OK, so there's two things I want to talk about. <clears throat> Let's go back for a second. I want to talk about the fact that there's almost a separation. And I don't understand where the separation occurred. I know why the separation exists. But, I, but I'll, I'll pose it to you guys before before I speak on it. So there's a separation between the Black male and the Black female.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, when this stuff happens, the the emphasis and the highlight goes on to the black male and even the black females kind of separated even though we've had black females that this very stuff has happened to right you've got sandra bland um you have the other young lady what's her name right behind you
2: brianna taylor
1: Taylor. you have other black women that, that things like this have happened to but the emphasis still always comes to the black male and the trauma and what we're going through and that's just an interesting Dynamic for me. I I don't know how you guys feel, or if you guys feel that that separation exists. Um, but but what are your comments on that? It definitely
3: it definitely it definitely does. Yes, it, it definitely does. I I'll, I'll start because I, I know some of my coworkers at work. Um, we got we got phone calls from you know all the the people top and all the executives, which is um you know good. Uh, it was kind of cool, and but also kind of like, okay, I talk to you all the time, but I'm glad you took the time to call me um, to ask me how I'm feeling. Hope it wasn't the checklist, more of an actual concern. Um, but it seemed like most of the guys got calls first, and then as I talked to some of the, my my female workers and friends, they hadn't got anything yet. Their calls came after they talked to all the black males in a relation. So that right there shows you that it wasn't an equal playing field. It was more of a oh well it's good it happens to a man so I think the man aspect first and then you know they're supporting them so well to make sure they're okay they can consume support versus they're feeling it too and they have the same burden because it could be their son it could be their father so that weight is is the same.
1: Yeah and, and, and that's the weight isn't the same I think it's intentional because to me it's almost a tactic and a ploy to make us feel even further isolated Mm
3: -hmm.
1: from everything right now you don't have anybody that's in this with you right you black males are in this by yourself not not even the black females really in this with you you by yourself and it's almost like a like a a psychological ploy to make you feel like well man why is it all across my timeline they talking about the mental health of black males they're not talking about the mental health of black women, right? So are, are you trying to reinforce that there's a problem? Are you trying to reinforce that, we, that we're that we in a fragile state? What is that?
0: I, I think it's more the, the sexism of society that uh, just automatically puts the male at the forefront of anything. Um, and that it also is I do believe it's it, it's intentional in the sense of they always try to figure out as many ways to dissect and divide us as possible and to to you know isolate and, and push things to the side in order to be able to kind of hey, you don't want to be a part of that that isolated group over there. you know we'll stand out here pointing at them instead of you know worrying about how to make them involved. but I, I don't think it's um, What's the best word? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, um I notice it, but um, I, I feel it's just one of those societal things where it's, it's, it's the way society is in the sexist state of, you know, men and women are separated and men are always put in the forefront. A lot of conversations about race or anything else, almost as if they, they do try to act like, you know, it's, it's. It's only a uh a, a male issue almost.
1: I think it speaks further to the there's that known factor that if we were to rise up, well, what does that mean? What what are the what are the dominoes that fall if we rise up? Well, I I think it's definitely
0: um it's telling, right, to have arts um, corporate make sure to call all the males first, and and get that out the way because I'm sure the natural um, and it's it's <laughs> their their natural thought process is going to I don't want, you know, unruly uh you know and, mm-hmm. and upset black dudes after you know they might tear this down <laughs> so. <laughs> yep. It's, yep. It's, one of those things where they have, you know, put us in the King Kong syndrome where there is nothing. I used to um, have battles all the time with my ex about, you know, that that feeling of, of being a black man and, and always feeling like people are looking at you like you are are King Kong. Like you are just, you know, two seconds away from ripping somebody's head off in any situation, especially in situations when you feel you're just hanging out relaxing and, and being so normal, and you you can tell people are fearful of you and it's it's that preconceived you know that inbred feeling that people have that is
1: is plays such a huge part into it
3: mm-hmm.
1: You guys know that um there are people that say that King Kong was actually written about Jack Johnson
2: mm-hmm. a boxer. Oh, wow. who
1: Yep, and that that whole story was actually about Jack Johnson, um, and him, um, like being a white woman. Yep. So so they wrote that story about him. So so they so they made this movie, King Kong. Wow. Right. I've heard it
2: before. Yeah.
1: You see, what I'm saying, and and I like the fact that you talked about the aggression because that just shows how far back it goes, um, and I don't know if if. I think, uh, you might've been in this class with me, man. in one of our, some African-American study class, but we talked about the birth of a nation. And if any of you ever took Dr. Dawkins class, it didn't matter which Dr. Dawkins class you took, but we talked about birth of a nation, how they put that out there to portray the black male as aggressive. And he's a rapist and he's a killer and he's this and that. Um, and birth of a nation broke all these like, uh, film limitations, and it was recognized for being this great film, this great cinem- cinematic work. And it was really all about the birth of the Ku Klux Klan, um, the Black man and, and and further labeling. And if you bring it to now modern day, if you look at these protests and what's happening and what they're trying to spin, that it's not these peaceful protests, it's violent, right? From, from day one, it went from they were peaceful to all of a sudden, boom, stuff is being torn up. Um, they're trying to show you things and make it look like we're just going out there just destroying the earth.
0: It's, right. Um, I mean, it, it is social media. As much of a curse as it is, it is such a blessing, especially in relationship to what's going on now because all you see is peaceful protests are going on until it gets dark. And then all of a sudden, once it gets dark, that's when mysteriously, all of a sudden, violence ensues. However, we've been seeing consistently videos, pictures, stories of um, people outside of the movement inciting the riot, whether it be, uh, you know, um, white supremacists, uh, alt-right guys, or even cops themselves that are actually the ones who are inciting the violence and then as natural would be if you're going to put a bunch of people who are already fired up and emotional in one area that they've already sat there for hours upon hours you know peacefully protesting if you go ahead and light that fuse there is definitely potential for a bunch of them who are already emotional to you know, go ahead and, and begin looting and, and smashing and not thinking rationally. That it's it's been a very interesting watching all of these different scenarios play out, but it's also been powerful seeing how it's played in, out across the world. Because I think today in Paris, there was something crazy, like 70,000 people um, who marched in Paris. And so it's very exciting to be in a time when, there's actually a known world focus on it and that across the world at one time people are actually speaking out and going against the grain and calling out people. I think that's the the best thing of right now is that people are really starting to call out the the people who are straddling the fence or you know the Drew Breeses who want to have this this view on it being a flag moment uh, as far as taking a knee. There's just so much that's that's good in seeing people get called out and letting people know that now is the time to draw that line in the sand.
3: Mm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just, and I tell you what, man, like for the listeners out there, it's, it's tough to even maintain consistency in the podcast. Like just going through this episode because Really and truly, you know, people are asking if we're okay, and the truth of the matter is, no, we're not okay. But we don't have a different way to express it because we're not okay every day. Mm
2: -hmm. We've been that way.
0: Born, born not okay. That it's uh, right. That's exactly it. That literally before we're all we're talking right now on the podcast. The fact that I've had so many negative experiences with police officers that I've forgotten some of them is a very telling thing, right? Like there is absolutely no reason somebody should, you know, have that many encounters that were negative who isn't a complete savage. (laughs) And it's it's interesting psychologically to think about, how do you function like how how are you a, uh, a happy person how are you able to deal with so much when you know the plight that's that's you're born with period
2: yeah that's the part it, I think people are trying there there are, there is a sect that is trying to understand and I, I believe they're genuine with it um not and I so my my pushback to that statement though is that this is not a new fight. This is not a new battle cry, right? So, for us, somebody asked the question the other day. I was actually part of a uh, like an interview type thing with, we did with church, and somebody asked the question. So, what's different now about this one than it did any past? And the, the real answer is that not that it was the killing of another black man was not different? The total disregard for a length of time. And again, I, I didn't watch the video. I won't watch the video. Total disregard the look at somebody's face and, and, and still pictures and describe by others and medical friends who are, are, are trained in this to, to hear the initial autopsy report and say there's no way that that could be the, the real diagnosis of death, right? The cause of death. And just describe what happened. And to literally watch, squeeze somebody's life from their being, over a period of time, while cameras are rolling, with no remorse, no no sense of anything in your, no sense of feeling in your face, um, no sense of of wrongdoing by the people around them to stop the situation. I mean that right there, and I believe what the world is reacting to, along with the political pieces that that are all a part of, this, they have unfolded in the last week as well, right? So that we can go down a rabbit hole with that as well. So when you think about people protesting over the world, yes, there was a situation that sparked it this time, like you said, between um, the last couple few months between Breonna Taylor, between Ahmaud Arbery, this was just like that that kindling that sparked with the kindling. He just said that everybody been in the house, everybody been isolated to the point where like people are bubbling up and about to bubble over, blow up with all the situations that are going on. So what makes this one different. um, Again, we've seen it, we've heard it before. Over all these different years and different experiences that we could probably see here collectively and talk for hours about all the individual situations we we've experienced. But that right there was just a total disregard for life. And it happened to be a black man on top of it that I think people saw and finally recognized that there's something wrong with this picture. It took that event and the aftermath of it for some people to realize. Cuz some of the feedback I got after that after that from calls and texts was like the way we we talked and talked about like there's no way I could paint. And we were on we were on a video for like an hour and 40 minutes and then they realize it just talking. When you start just letting things out people had no idea that you're carrying that stuff around. Like Ian said, how do you carry around and say, and act like you're happy all the time? And when I when I actually walk around and say, I've been blessed, I, I have been, like despite my circumstances, despite everything that happened on I can truly say I'm blessed. But to the average person who doesn't understand that this is a normal day, you kind of just press that down. And because that's the normal for you as, as a individual, right? They don't understand that, so now I think, Eyes are starting to be open more to the conversations. Now, when we go from here, that's a different story.
0: I think one of the biggest things um, that was different about this, and, and it's only because it was the, in a sense, the perfect moment because of how trapped everyone has been and how in tune to social media and how people have gotten a little bit past Netflix and everything else and are really starting to get now to where it's like, they're, they're focusing on, on these things just because they've exhausted, in a sense, all of the normal ways that they would waste time, in a sense. So all of that coming together as crazy as COVID has been and people really paying attention to 45's response and how stuff's going on, I think it was just the perfect powder keg that the reaction, I think that's the biggest thing, right? Is The, the reaction is the thing that's been the, the biggest difference to me, that there's been a consistent push and force and exposure going on. But then it's been a a collaborative effort where it's gone past, um, just the media, what you're seeing. And like I said, people are calling out each other now on social media, going through their friends list and, and going through their friends list in ways that it's like, look, it's not even just about you. Um, posting something foolish like all lives matter, or blue lives matter, or what else? It's, if I don't see anything on your post at all that's discussing this situation and talking about we need to change, I want you off my timeline too. Just your, your um, now is a moment when you're seeing silence as being your uh, uh, acceptance, right? That if you're silent in this moment, we are taking it as your acceptance of what's going on and we ain't accepting that. And that's what's been the difference is really seeing people start to take those steps. It's just beginning, but just the fact that that access that I could see people actively taking those steps consistently and not for a day, not for, you know, a couple like it's been going on. So I'm really excited about where that momentum may carry.
1: You know, I think it's unfair to a degree, not, not unfair, but, Social media is playing a dual role. So absolutely. We have the ability to, to, to post these things. And it's real interesting how, and I won't be surprised if our podcast gets flagged this week for something. Um, just because it seems like when the truth is being out there, all of a sudden stuff's getting flagged, right? Whether it be IG, Facebook, um, who knows what iTunes and all these folks that all these platforms are, are going to do. But, I, th- I was thinking about it today, and you got to think the same way that your social media will keep pitching you things that you talk about, things that you interact with, things that you search. Well, that same methodology is creating where, when we tune into social media, what we see is totally different to what to what they see. Mm-hmm. Right? They they may only see the videos and the posts that back up and support their thought process and what they expose themselves to we log on and we're seeing all types of stuff. We're seeing all the, the agent provocateur stuff, videos of cops dropping bricks in places, Mm -hmm. videos of, 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 you know, non-black people going up and, and, and spray painting kill cops and and then writing BLM under it. Right. They're not seeing all those. They're not seeing that. Uh, And, 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 and that's what kind of got me about about Blackout Tuesday because if you really want it to be effective, you can't just do hashtags that we're gonna look at. You would have to hashtag some white organizations. You would have to hashtag the, the Ku Klux Klan. For all I care, um, you you gotta hashtag these hate groups because a lot of these people. They're in their bubble, in their circle, and they get their information and their data coming through just from that circle, and that's it.
3: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Valid point. You're right. I had too many um, items I didn't agree with with uh, the blackout situation. And the biggest just being the if we are going to organize to do something like that, then we need to fully plot out all motions of it. And, you know, things like the hashtags need to be uh, you know, noted and accounted for, but also we need to have our own social network or way, even if it's a large telegram group or something to, in order to keep the conversation going, to have a day of not talking about it. And, and people, um, I had someone who, when I posted, my uh, rebuttal to doing the blackout and and they inquired why I wanted to do it. You know, I gave them my spiel of how it it was, you know, not fully thought out in my eyes. And while I understand, of course, um, in a sense supported it, I just didn't think it was fully out. And I don't think that we need to let up for a second. I think that we need to, if we're going to do that, we should have had ulterior ways to go ahead and carry on the message. They said, oh, well, you know, I think it's good because everybody needed a breather. All I replied was I can't breathe. That mm-hmm. is, it's, I don't think that, that was a time for letting up, right? Like I'm, I'm just always, yo, when you are on there next, drive it home, especially now that we are actually making um, real consistent noise. And are really seeing something viral start to happen, I don't, I don't think there's any reason to let any of that pressure go. To just like Kay said, we should have been to me, it was like, yo, we should have tagged every normal thing, love, like whatever the the 70 most popular tags on, you know, social media are, are the things that you should have been tagging under this because just like mm-hmm. Kay said. A racist doesn't care and is not looking at Black Lives Matter or any of these other hashtags or thinking about it or worrying about it at all. It should have been flooding Blue Lives Matter and All Lives Matter and all of that kind of stuff that should have been the focus of what we are doing.
1: Tag your local police department.
0: Right.
2: Right?
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, there was so... there's, and, And that's the thing, like... You're right. We don't have a central base... Where ideas can come, can can get sent in, where plans can get made. We're so fragmented that that things look. We we don't we don't trust our own minority organizations, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're so busy saying, oh well, well, where's the NAACP? Uh, where's the Nation of Islam? Where are the Black Man? Look, those organizations, and look, no no disrespect to any of those organizations, right? Because obviously things have been done to cut those organizations off before they can gain real traction. So no disrespect to them. But like I said, last week, you got to organize in an unconventional way. You got to organize in a way that they haven't seen before so that they can't counter your efforts. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be something. If somebody jumps up right now, it could be one of us, man. They're going to put out some scandal. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you cheating on your wife, you doing this, you doing that. Whoa, what? what? Wait a minute. When did I do that? <laughs> you know what I mean? It, 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 we know these are the tactics that they use, right? But we're so fickle and have such little faith in, in ourselves that we fall for it every single time. Like we take our eyes off of the greater cause. And like you said, the problem that we're going to face right now, and, and one of the reasons why this has jumped off the way that it has is because people are furloughed. People don't have jobs, people are at home at home collecting unemployment. They don't have anything better to do. Mm-hmm. I really wanna be truthful about why Back. so many people are out in the middle of the day, right? Because I ain't gotta worry about being at work. Yeah. If I had to be at work and I was worried about losing my job, this wouldn't be happening with such effect right now.
0: Yep, like I told you, it's everything at the perfect time. It's um
1: it's just right. honestly. But but that window's gonna close. Yeah. If you want to stop the protesting, oh, get these people back to work. What, what do you think they did though? Uh, look, they just,
0: yo, they just opened up all of Florida, uh, bars, clubs, all of that. Friday, oh, this really? Friday, opened up. Go ahead and do what you got to do. Everywhere but South Florida, bars, clubs, all that shit. But that's that's exactly what they're gonna do. That is going to be the the very first thing they do is yo, fuck, get back to work. Go ahead, go. Y'all can go do stuff. Money. Be out. Just don't be protesting. They're about to open up the floodgates, but that's what um, <laughs> one of the biggest things I just sat back watching the whole time though was I'm just like, um, how many new COVID cases are we about to see because of this? Like
1: that was my biggest and, thing all time. And, and, and if we don't, and if we don't, what does that mean? Exactly. Uh huh.
0: There was a lot that I was just like, I'm watching all of these parts. I'm just like, man, this just. It's beautiful, but it seems so risky right now. Like it seems like there is about to be that something telling is going to come from all of these. And there's less
1: and less conversation about COVID in the media. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not seeing people producing numbers anymore, and it's just like, okay, wait a minute, hold on, now this was going to take out the whole world just two weeks ago.
2: Yeah, yeah. Now, you now got, of a sudden- you got to look for it. It's still there, but you got to dig for it to, to get it, it's not on the making the front page news.
0: That was another point I was telling, um, who was asking me about why I didn't, uh, and it's not that I didn't support the blackout, uh, but at the same time, I didn't think it was the best move, but that, um, oh, I just lost it. Go ahead. I just lost it.
3: No, I I think I I went along with with the um the blackout. I didn't I didn't have to have blackout Tuesday. Um, I did my normal my normal tags. I do, um, but I did it in the mindset of you know this is this is what we're all doing. I looked at my timeline. Like you said, okay, my timeline showed that. So everyone obviously that in my circle. All sure that was there. I showed that. So I said in solidarity with everyone else who is supporting. in my circle but if you, is white, black, everything, Latin, uh, Filipinos, all. But so, we got to
2: get back to better communication because that
3: that part of
2: it, that act, wasn't supposed to be with Blackout Tuesday. Was supposed to be if you go right. back to the original, the origin of it. The Blackout mm-hmm. Tuesday was supposed to be again for everything that I read and from the originators, to, and it wasn't black, a Black Lives Matter movement that- that no, it was The Blackout Tuesday was supposed to be black out your personal um, daily post of social media and post the, the struggle, post the protest, post this stuff, post black businesses, post, post these, these things that are going on. It wasn't supposed to be put the black picture up and don't post nothing for the day. Mm-hmm. It was take it off yourself and put it on the bigger picture. So the blackout was supposed to be personal. As a personal, don't promote your business. Don't promote all this stuff. Promote the struggle. Promote the protest. Promote all the wrongdoings that you're capturing on. That was the true intent. And that, but that message got lost way before it even got that blackout. That right. right now, again, right. If, if I'm wrong, but that's when I went back and, and looked at it. Because again, when we first started seeing it, when I woke up that morning and saw it, I'm like, why is everybody's? black and then I, I realized I remember the blackout Tuesday but like that's not even what I heard it was supposed to be then you know Jimmy Jimmy was pissed so, yeah nah, Jimmy so, just not <laughs> so Jimmy I love you brother
3: so if you listen to this you, no, are, you, you, don't, you don't to, to see it that his 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 comments really was like oh, oh but wow. he was the one who really but, like he but he,
1: but he right he made a great point yeah if everybody's posting these black squares hashtag black live matter when you go look up black Lives matter you're gonna see just a big black block.
2: Yeah just uh, you blocking out all the all the stuff black, black. that, that is, that's not that wasn't the true intent of it.
1: And you and, and, and
2: hashtag black Lives matter BLM was not the intent of it either yeah. You're pushing
1: all the content to the to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Look. That's what it was so, I, I go was gonna
0: ahead. say um my point about the COVID and going back to what I had said to her, it was that um I said, we're such a right now society that that's why I don't think there's any reason to let up right now. That as soon as you let up, we are looking to focus on something else. And that's exactly what's going on with the COVID is as soon as everything started going on with this, that thing got washed right under the rug. You're barely hearing about it. Cats is out and about doing stuff and running around that. We do not, um, we cannot risk Allowing even a second of the focus to be um, diminished right now, when we've finally made some significant visual progress towards what the
1: ultimate goal is. And I wish Brett was on here because when we went to the 20th anniversary of the Million Man March, there was supposed to be some initiatives coming out of that, and and Brett and I were always like, uh, okay. What are we doing? Like, What what are the initiatives? And that's the thing, we have no agenda. We have no goals. All we say is, we want equal justice, right? We want to be able to drive around and not be fearful. We want to leave our house with 100% confidence that we're coming back to our house. Period. Right, but those are some very broad goals. There's a lot that's involved with that. Mm -hmm. And I think until we get to the point where we have an outlined agenda, Nobody's gonna take us seriously. A-, a thousand
0: percent. I mean, uh, without goals or without, you know, uh, a vision of where you're going, what, what are you really doing? You know, just as, like you said, a, a broad stroke is not a business plan, right? It's, it's not going to allow you to progress to where you truly need to go unless you're um, figuring out which steps you need to apply to be able to count and understand your progress. And it's something we talk about all the time on the show is the fact that who are our leaders now and what are our goals and strategies to accomplish, you know, this equality. We all know what we want in the, the broad stroke of things, but being able to quantify what steps it takes, what things we can implement, how does that go about past Now the focus on getting past just thinking about voting for the president and really voting for, you know, all of your local offices and paying a lot more attention to those areas. But that's still not a plan.
1: That thing right there. We just have this mentality of we go into any local business. I want to talk to the manager. Right. Not realizing that, man, if you talk to Ray Ray right here, over here that's just the regular person, he might be able to do more for you than the manager will immediately, Mm -hmm. right? By the time we get to the manager, I tell people all the time, look, uh, if you want a happy customer, you you don't want them to come talk to me because at that point we're at a (laughs) 50-50, right? It's either I am or I'm not, Mm -hmm. right? You, You got a lot of leeway to do some things for the customer and do the thing for the person that you're providing a service for,
2: before it gets to you, yeah.
1: before it gets to me. Once it gets to me, it's okay. You're either going to be a customer or you're not. It's plain and simple. And unfortunately, we have been approaching this for way too long. Of we want to talk to the manager, right? Yeah. We're, we're so focused on the president, not realizing that man. All, look, right now, you, your your local city. County, village, you're at the sub. You're you're at the mercy of their rules right now.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: You're you're not at the mercy of the occasional Bible thumper.
3: Mm. You're sure. not at his mercy
1: right now, really and truly. I mean, yeah, you would like to see some constitutional law put in place, but the truth of the matter is, and I was telling some folks at work yesterday. Right now, I'm more protected by our HR policies than I am the Constitution when I'm at work that's true right so that's the same thing that goes for your local city laws, your government. so you're absolutely right. part of the agenda has to be from the local level and you build from the local level out right Governor's got a lot of power right now. your boy is down there hiding in his bunker right trying to trying to trying to control what's happening.
2: And you got governors stepping out and saying things that I ain't never heard governors say ever. For I don't, I don't care how against a president they've been. I've never seen some of the things governors and mayors are saying right now. This is the perfect time to make sure that you got the right people in place.
0: it's, It's um, again, like I said, it's just awesome being in this time in the sense of this is one of those moments in history that is going to be talked about forever that like what is happening going on right now is truly about to change the way that we live and things that are going on i don't know what that time frame of true change will be but i know that these moments now that we are living in are historical that there are things just like you said there are things going on with government um dialogue that you have never seen before in our history. You know what I mean? That it's, it's, um, it's very interesting watching stuff play out. It's very exciting. Uh, it's, it's relieving to see uh, as wild as 45 goes that there is the, um, you know, I'm trying to think of the best words to say, uh there is the 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 small penetration of some of those truly hard headed followers of his mm-hmm. that are really starting to see and I think especially with uh what he did this weekend with the Bible and 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 you know using uh brute force in order to go take uh a, a Christian picture ultimately mm-hmm. I think really um kicked a lot of people in the nuts pretty much and, and gave them the wake-up call they needed of wait a minute that is extremely savage to do something in violence but then in the name of the Lord like what do you what are you talking what, about right now that purpose yeah yeah, what, what it, was the purpose that yeah, it was, yeah, it no what was, the that it was look this is not a church that he attends this is not a book ever. that he's ever read. This is not, you know what I mean. Like, this is not a building he's ever been in, but for some reason he decided, you know what, I need to march through these peaceful people, and 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 go take a, a picture in front of this this church with the Bible. Like, he did it's a photo
2: op because the people told him he needs something to appeal to those that are are using the Bible as a way to justify the things that are going on. That's what that's what the, all that was. But like you said, on the way you you don't go. To do that, and on the way, you're 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 kicking people out of the way to get there.
0: Took,
1: right, right. people to get them to, get them to
0: They were. I don't know if you guys got the opportunity to watch the video, but I mean, literally, the crowd was eighty percent white people. I say mostly non-black. Yeah, they were. The vast majority were just like it looked more like. Lollapalooza or something, and they did a, a protest mm-hmm. in the sense of, like, I mean, most people were sitting down, just kind of, you know, there, scattered around, and all of a sudden, you could tell when the signal was given, all right, we, we about to do it, and you could tell them cops was juiced up, they started walking, oh, dude was probably late 40s, early 50s, white guy, boom, bus is doing the face with the shield, he kind of, like, he gets hit, he is in such shock, like, he turns around, but he's still, like, wait a minute did the dude just hit me but he's like turning around to go try to get his his wife or somebody else is like sitting down probably like a good seven or eight steps in front of him and while he's trying to get himself together they're still pushing the hell out of him to the point where he falls on top of the person that he's trying to tell hey let's get up and get out of here all of this for a picture? like really the fact that he's he's screaming out this um if they loot they loot we shoot
1: corona that's why. That's why I did it. I didn't want to catch corona. Mm,
0: it's just so much to unpack. The um,
1: nobody appreciates social distancing like me. Nobody.
0: <laughs> the fact is, this nobody guy will not. Um, he won't be pictured with a mask because he says that being pictured with a mask shows, um, a sign of weakness. It makes you look weak. But yet, as soon as all of this started, as soon as all the protests started, this cat went to the bunker like yeah. there were bombs being dropped.
2: And he he didn't try to counteract. They said he didn't actually go there, but he went to go inspect it to make sure it would be ready if he had to use it. I read the thing today. I'm like, dude, you don't understand.
0: You so that is the only thing I can I can say about that guy is like his his um swerve game is off the charts. Like I've never seen anybody be able to. I mean, literally. No, this shirt is not black. I don't wear black shirts ever because black shirts are not the thing to do. And just, uh, bro, you got a black shirt on. Right. Well, What I said about black shirts is that the fabric is needed in order to be around the just like can flip something on you that you were just what? Are you really? What? Hold on.
2: Because they put a salesman, quote unquote businessman, uh, in the office the, yeah, of a president. A they, con- don't, con- they don't equate. One doesn't equate the other.
0: It's still... um is so amazing to think like yo somebody's first job in government is the president of the united states
3: Yeah, that's
0: like that right there is crazy like it's crazy like my first government experience was being the president just like
1: what (laughs) let me ask you all this question Because I I think we got a long road ahead of us, right? Look, we've been experiencing this oppression and this injustices for over 400 years. So what's going on right now? I I don't know what the end game is. I just know the end is nowhere near. We are not going to reverse 400 years in 10 days, 10 months. It, It could be a solid 10 years, of being consistent and that's my fear is that people are going to burn out people are going to go back to their regular lives to some state of normalcy and state of normalcy is going to go back to state of complacency and that's going to be it and we'll all right we'll try again next time somebody gets killed um that's it so 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 what are the steps If, if 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 we were controlling this what are the steps that come between now and November.
3: I, I, I. What I told told someone, they asked me, a, it's a very similar question. I said, in order to, for us to make this change, we have to one, be represented in more of the places where these things are happening. So the police force, you got to get more faces on the police force, more people out there that look like us to say, hey, no, stop. Um, and it can't be just one or two, it needs to be a group, a, a large gathering of you know, blacks in inner cities saying, I'm gonna go and be a cop so that I can change the environment how things look in my neighborhood. Um, one, uh, two is local government. Like we said before, we gotta get that completely changed and get more faces in there that actually make sense and get rid of the white wall of that and add some color in there. Um, and then I think we have to find someone who, can, who is a voice that people can listen to and lead. Um, and I, I don't know, I listened to Kira Mike's speech and his Netflix show obviously inspired. We um, had a show on and then after the speech he did here in Atlanta, um, it was just, that was just insanely powerful. And the fact that everyone heard that and listened to that process for it. Um, we need someone who can talk, who doesn't have the baggage behind them. Um, and he has history so far, but you've seen his growth. You see who he is now, how he's helped, and how he's been behind the scenes um, doing things in government in the local Atlanta area and so forth, that in, in Georgia. Um, we need somebody like that. We need somebody who we can look at an the eye and say, this is not just an old timer who's going to not take any action to it, but somebody who actually we can see ourselves being. Hey, Amen.
1: Totally serious moment, but at the same time, I'ma have a problem following somebody who created the Church of Sleep.
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> that really so easy. weird. I understand that. I have a slight but issue. Great. <laughs> but listen, he said, like he said, he said, plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize. That is exactly what we need to do. We said, we said that in different words on the whole podcast to this point. But we have to, we gotta pull backwards and not stop. Communicating, not stop putting it out there, but you put it out there during the daytime. At night, you get together and you plan for tomorrow. It has to be a moving piece. You can't just everyone go out with it, no.
1: It's got to be a moving piece art, but at the same time, people have to understand. Like you said, put somebody that has no baggage. There ain't no such thing. Yeah, and yeah, I mean. And, and if somebody doesn't have baggage now, they're going to create, they're going to fix yeah, you with this baggage. For sure oh, we knew it was too good to be true. Yeah, nobody can be that clean. Um, we got to understand that that's going to happen and keep moving anyway.
3: Yes, yes, there it is. Exactly. Yes,
1: that's that's not my problem. What this person did is well, not my problem. The who they are now. That's we exactly. are focused on this bigger goal. Mm-hmm. And once we get to that goal, y'all can bring up any of that. We'll look into it then.
2: Yep. Well, that To talk to that point, that's where I, I think one of the problems is, and we've talked about it many, many times before, that I think, Black America, white America, just the body period is waiting for that one leader to rise up. When at this point it's gonna take one because of what you just said, because of the, the background stuff that always seems to pop up because of um, people being taken out of the equation, right? The movement dies after that happens. Um, it may continue on for a little while out of outrageous stuff, but like you said, when people get back to normal or some sense of, of achievement, whatever, that movement starts to die. So what needs to happen, in my opinion, is all these networks that are forming now, um, Black Lives Matter, There, there's, there's, and I'm still saying that because that's the most prominent one that people know of, like that's one cog of the entire piece that we have to go, go together. So all these networks have to, I mean, you talk about the NAACP, you talk about all these things that have been around for for years, right? These individuals who are leading these organizations, people in politics, people in education, people in business are have to form almost like a coalition. Yes. That's gonna drive the movement. It can't be left to wait for the one person to step up, the one person who's gonna carry and, and be the voice. That that's gonna always in history repeats itself. That's always gonna be the one person who's either gonna be taken out or trying to be shamed out of the position to, to lose lack of posture um, for the community and for the, the group at large. Yeah, so all these individuals need to step up. It, it comes down to our local government. Like, and, and my biggest thing when I left off the, the other day with we're talking to people, like, what can we really do? Go back to that that article that Ian sent us, I think it was almost like that first night, seventy five five things that white people can do. But when you look at that list, that's not gender specific, I mean, gender, um, race specific for white people. That's everybody needs to do those things. Are you having conversations at the local level about the cops and what their policies are? Are you ensuring that, that they turn on their body cams? Are you policing the police when you pass somebody on the street? And again, I'm not asking you to put your life in danger, but it, will somebody be willing to stop and just video or just watch the situation, videotape the situation mm-hmm. to ensure whatever's going on is done the right way? At the end of the day, it's not about, it's not really, it is what color they are, but are the police doing their job? If it's a young, we're here in South Florida, is that a young Hispanic male or female? Is that a young black male or female? Are they being treated the way they should? If they did, I'm not judging them if they did anything wrong, are they being treated and handled the proper way? Right. Right? Those are the things we have to all take in in and own. If we're not willing to do that, then, and I have to check myself too sometimes, because again, the thought goes to your head. Well, what if I stop and start recording? What are, what is this cop? These cops gonna do to me as a black man with with a video camera out holding out? That's not for me. That's not even a question anymore. Mm-hmm. I need to pull over. I need to make sure justice is being carried out the right way, and then move on. We have to police the police. As far as the police are concerned, in in a way, we need to go back to community policing. There needs to be oversight over. But the, your And and people, and I'll take the argument because I know there's there's bad sides of that as well because I've seen it happen before. You get somebody who's from the neighborhood in charge of the police in the neighborhood, then then corrupt things happen, right? We've seen it time and time again. But when you have somebody who's grown up in the neighborhood who is legit, who is not hired because they have 70 offenses against them, hanging like the guy who pushed the lady in Fort Lauderdale the other day, they went back and checked his record. They just hired him... I want to say with the last two years, it may have been three. I don't remember the exact time frame, but he was hired with a, a caseload of like 60 to 70 offenses filed against him already. Why do you hire a man like that yeah. to be on your police force? Mm-hmm. Like these are things that got to be, these are the public records that should be out there and held accountable. A citizen review committee before they hire police to do these background checks and pass things. These are all things that you can push for. From your local government so these are the type of things we need to get active in and, and start doing like somebody mentioned defunding the police I'm, I'll be honest with you that's not one of my goals I don't think that's a wise decision or why something we should be pursuing but again I'm willing to have the conversation about it and hear the other side
1: though uh, one of the one of the people I follow on Instagram I think Riza Islam he said what people need to be thinking about is suing the companies that insure the police oh. because because those companies are the ones who during times like this they're the ones that end up shelling out money so if you sue them and they go bankrupt now the police have no insurance
3: mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: right wow. now to a degree <laughs> you know you're gonna put some good people in a situation but at least you have now somebody else putting pressure on them. Yo, you we can't keep to... handling all these lawsuits. We're, we don't have the funding for it. Right. And if we don't have the funding, y'all ain't going to be covered. Period. So again, once again, there are people out there that have pieces of the agenda, but the agenda needs to be put together to make hope. Right. And it's sad to say, look, we, we can keep talking for two hours, but I think we got to cut it here because we can come back next week and talk some more and say a whole bunch more stuff that people haven't heard yet, which is just sad that there's that much stuff to talk about, um, and carry on with, but we can hold off on that. Um, I do want to say, uh, thank you to the people that are listening. Um, it always, as we always say, we're always mind blown by people that are listening that we don't even know are listening. Um, I wish you guys would make yourselves known, um, and, and, and leave some comments, whether it be on iTunes, Vimeo, SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, um, any of these platforms that we're on because we would love to help have you guys contribute to the dialogue. Yeah. What we say is great, but it'd be real cool if we could interact with you all and some of your comments and get your views and opinions, um, on any of this stuff. Right. And look, we got non-black people to listen. We would love for you guys to reach out. Some of you have, and we appreciate you, and we appreciate what you're trying to do. Um, but some of you, you just listen, and that's it. And look, we'd love to know your viewpoint and how you feel. So with that, I'm going to come over to uh, Fresh, see what Fresh Ovation he has for us this week. Um, <clears throat> wow, so much
0: to unpack with, uh, you know, I'm coming to another closing of uh, another decade in my life. Um, Also have just experienced the most interesting six months of a year I think um, I've ever had on record with everything going on. Um, So I think it's best at times like this, is like i said stay on their next do not allow um the movement to let up for one moment if they don't respect our existence they will respect our resistance i think one of the biggest things that we need to do now and consistently keep on doing is calling out uh everything that we see like bj said we have to start making that dedication to film Uh, traffic stops until it's uncomfortable for them to be able to do anything that isn't right. We have to make sure we are uh, speaking out against any type of injustice, whether you're noticing uh, people following around uh, a group of black people in a store or a person or anything of that nature. Now is the time to start really being uh, vocal and and present in trying to be, uh, we're really trying to put the human back in, in humane. You know, we really need to get to where everyone is really looking out for each other. Everyone is really understanding. We're not asking for us to be treated any better than anybody. We want an equal equal level playing field. And everybody should be able to help and incorporate themselves in trying to make that experience for everyone. It's, um, yeah, the time is now. Don't let the movement slow down. Don't slack up. Don't. Uh, you know, continue to call out people on social media. sometimes it's not just about unfriending them as much as it's more about educating them. We have people like Trina who just went off talking about how everybody out there was savages, but it's her lack of understanding truly of the situation that's going on that has allowed her to you know say things that did not make any sense ultimately in the great scheme of things. So don't slack up, don't let up keep pushing, keep letting them know that we here. You know, black lives do matter and let's get it, man. May go on. It's preservation. You know what it is. Happy birthday to me. Peace.
1: So fresh before we uh go to the Arts Corner, uh oh, oh, what are you? How how are you celebrating the birthday,
0: man? Um I'm celebrating COVID style. Uh yeah, I mean I might go live after I get a haircut, <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah, that's a big step nowadays, baby. Yeah, I mean, a, a potentially might go have some dinner somewhere, but we will see what happens. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, my lady friend enjoys and uh, decides to take me out. I guess is the, the best I can hope for. Nice,
1: nice. Well, happy birthday, Fresh. Yes,
2: sir.
1: Leaving the 30s, welcome, Damn, welcome, welcome to the, you know, the 40s. Yeah, exactly. It's not as bad as uh, people make it out to be. Hey, Art's right behind me, but I um, yeah.
0: I was telling somebody the other day that as much as I never in a million years could have expected for me to be doing what I'm doing, how I'm doing currently, um, I also can say that I, I a thousand percent feel better than the vast majority of forty-year-olds. So that's that's all that matters to me at the end of the day. Feel better, look better, be better. We out
1: here. with fresh invasion. <laughs> it is. All right, coming to arts corner. What you got for the people?
3: So what I I got today? VJ made a, a good comment about um, who's next. And when the movement stops, what happens? You take out the, uh, the top of the chain, the head, uh, how do you move forward? And that just sparked a mindset of me. We've always taken the, the shield logo, and I'm gonna go to a marble aspect, shield as the, the absolute best, that those who are the good guys are out there. But take a look at Hydra. There's always a plan behind Hydra. Doesn't mean they're doing the wrong things. There's always someone next to mine. There's always someone ready to go. There's always a plan of action. So is hell Hydra actually a bad thing? Or are they being oppressed and not allowing them to grow go to the next level? So I'm thinking now that as you plan through things, we got to prepare ourselves and take the examples of that uh, factitious organization to ensure that you can continue to grow, even if it's in the shadows, when you do come out, you come out stronger than ever. So amongst our groups here, amongst your peers, form the organization that entails can form and build Hydra to grow better and to be stronger, no matter who's trying to oppress or stop you from your goal. Mm Just being terrorist doesn't mean you're terrorizing everybody because you're making a change that people don't want. Hell higher.
1: Thank
0: you. <laughs> okay, wait, what do you got for that close kid? Yo, somebody's gonna use that video clip when he uh, <laughs> running for the office in five, 10 years. <laughs>
1: I said, "Hell on What is he? Oh, Wasn't man. that run by the Red Skull? Like, ooh, what is he? Oh, oh no. <laughs> um, <laughs> real talk though. So, again, thank you for those of you that are, are loyal listeners. Thank you to those of you who may be hearing this for the first time. Um, for those of you who have friends that don't understand what's happening. Um, for those of you that have. People not of color that that just need a glimpse just just share share this episode with them share last episode with them Uh, that's that's a this is a unique view it's not really unique because we see it all the time but it's a view that they don't get to see before it it is it is the world from a different lens Um, so absolutely share it spread it Uh, it's something that's not hostile nobody's screaming nobody's holding signs maybe you got to try a different method to reach as many people as possible. Uh, what I will say is this, how are we feeling? I didn't have words to describe it until the other day. And one of our friends actually said, how is your rage? And I was like, that's it right there. It's rage. It is nonstop rage. Um, You wonder why black males suffer from hypertension, why they suffer from high blood pressure. Those are one and the same, but um, why we have so many physical ailments because we try to hold so much back. There's so much that we don't let out on a daily basis that we just internalize to make other people more comfortable, to allow people to be able to function. There's so many of us that people are always like, oh, you never smile, you always look so angry. Well, pictures worth a thousand words and there it is a live picture in motion most of the time Um, for us to smile that's that's not our default that's an effort that we have to make Mm -hmm. because every single day and minute that we are alive is a day that we could die the next one we don't ever know what's going to happen it could be right outside our house it could be driving on the way to work it could be going to lunch it could be on the way back home there are so many different scenarios that we know at any time our, our life could be over.
2: Can I add something to that real quick? I'm sorry.
1: Go ahead, jump in, I see it. Because I see it in you, go
2: that, That's the part right there that I think came at me with the most passion the other night because the the one thing that I think all of us are real we realized it a long time ago, but I guess the hope is that somehow you can overcome it. Like we've all fed into the lie that we, we've we been told and that we even tell our own kids, right? Study hard, do well, go to school, do all this, get a good job, be, 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 get back to your community, do all that stuff. All those things are great, but it doesn't erase all the stuff you did with daily. It doesn't matter that what school you went to at the end of the day. It doesn't matter what, alum, uh, what alumni, what, what school, high school you went to, what college you went to, what organization you're a part of. When I walk out that door, all those labels, all those tags, all those compliments mean nothing. I, I remember a joke I heard years ago and it it took me by surprise when I heard the punchline, but I understood it and I swear I probably was only in middle school, early high school. What do you call a black doctor, doctor jogging through Central Park? A nigger. That's what I was I remember,
0: about to say. <laughs> I remember
2: I remember hearing it that old and I and it, it I was stunned when I heard it. I heard it on I swear it was a movie or uh something in music and you know exactly what it was? It was a no limit album. Ah no when no limit had um what's his son? Percy, um P had a son, um Romeo, on one of the early albums and that was the intro to a song. And I heard it, and I said it baffled me for a minute. And I I sat there and I processed, and I but all of a sudden I understood that was just the the formation of the thought. That at the end of the day, no matter what formula you you follow, they tell you, you you can follow and be successful, right? And you talk about that rage that's inside you because we are on this podcast right here. Five, how many kids? That's six kids accompanied for. We know there's nothing we can do to erase that for our kids right now. It to, at this time and day, to this point, there's nothing we can do to erase that for them. And no matter what we've gone through, the next thing is every generation make it better for the next. But we have not found a way to do that for the next generation for our kids. I don't care if it's a male, female, my sons or my daughter. We have not found a way to erase that. No matter how much success they get, how, how, much, how much money they make, what neighborhood they live in, whatever they do, they will never ever be to the point where we can erase that and that not joke be relevant five years from now. years from now. I'm hopeful that it is. But the way things go in our lifetime, every generation generation, we've not been able to do it. Sorry, right, I just got I probably just got our, our podcast really flagged.
1: No, it's all right, man. I I, I saw you I, I saw a building, so I, I was more than happy to provide you the time and the space. Um, but you brought up a, a, a good point. Once again, how are we feeling? Everybody's out there talking about we should be trying to create generational wealth and generational wealth is, 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 is awesome.
2: Um, to have the, the opportunity it, to do so. It would
1: be amazing if we could get to that, to that point where generational wealth is going to be the ultimate accomplishment for our kids. Unfortunately, it's not. Insulation from this environment is the greatest achievement that we will have as black men.
2: That's the topic right there for, for the future. That's, that's something we need to dig into. All
1: right. We're going to leave it there. We'll pick that up next week. Thank you ladies and gentlemen for joining us on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. And if you come with the bullshit, you will be locked out of our building. Hey, uh, hey Vimeo, that.
0: SoundCloud, oh, you SoundCloud, wherever else
1: you Hey, who knows?